Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to Quack Tech Podcast. I'm Mike. That's Tommy. Hello. That's Kevin. Hello. And uh, we're going to come here every week, and uh, we're going to talk about the Mighty Ducks, and uh, pretty much like only the Mighty Ducks. So not, um, not just the Mighty Ducks. Not just the Mighty Ducks. But primarily the Mighty Ducks. Things that relate to the Mighty Ducks. And it's, maybe topics that, set, that come back to the Mighty Ducks and, and beyond, and begin with the Mighty Ducks at least. And I mean, part, you may be asking yourself like, Mighty Ducks trilogy came out like 20 years ago. Why now? It's brand new every day in our minds. Exactly. And I say, why not? And uh, you might be asking yourself, how long can you keep this going? Let me tell you something. Longer than you think. (laughs) So get ready because we have dozens, hundreds maybe of ideas. So we're going to be here a long time. Hundreds, maybe even dozens. <laughs> Did I say that? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> anyway, we're going to be here a long time, so settle in. Uh, Tommy, what is our first topic today? Uh, one thing that's been a, uh, a hot topic of debate between Mike and I is uh, Gordon Bombay. And now, of course, he is the uh, definitive coach of the Mighty Ducks. Mm-hmm. And really the face of the franchise, if you think about it. And um, face, like that's the, a bold the, the, the face of the face of the franchise, Emilio Estevez. Um, if, you're, if you're drafting, I mean, do you take the coach first? Do you take Conway? Yeah. That's not how drafts work. <laughs> well, in our, I, I don't think most podcasts work this way. Well, either, first of all, obviously, Banks is your number one pick. Yeah. That's true. Okay. That's true. Okay. And all right. Conway, so all right. We need to get sorry, back. Sorry. We need right. to get back. Okay. Sorry. Um, apologies. apologies. And um, something that Mike brought up. Um, before Quack Attack aired, BQA is um, <laughs> is really how uh, much of a saint is Gordon Bombay? Now he is uh, kind of given this this figure. He is it's Bombay. If you think in D three, um, who gets you know Dean Portman uh, to come to the academy? It's Bombay. Mm-hmm. It's uh, he's this kind of mythical figure. But really, how good is he? Yeah, I mean, like, this is really the genesis of the quack attack podcast we were talking about this we were debating this and we realized we had something we had gold really this is gold obviously yeah so uh i mean my point and we're only talking about d1 tonight i mean we got plenty of other time to talk about d2 and d3 or today depending on when you're listening yeah that's a great point uh yeah so we're only talking about bombay's actions in d1 and uh my point is like he he was presented as this guy you know, win at all costs, win at all costs. And then he gets the skates from Hans. He does his crossovers by himself. Hans. And then he he's presented as this guy who's learned from his mistakes, who who's all about win who's all about fun, I mean. Who's all about fun and like teaching these kids how to fly and all everything like that. But that's not really the case. If mm-hmm. you really look at what's going on, 
that's not really the case. So obviously at the beginning, you take all his stuff, all his stuff, all his lawyering, all his, his just win license plate, everything, take that, okay, that's his first one. And then you start talking after the so-called transformation when he thinks about his dad and he does his crossovers. And then his first, his first step is to start eyeing some ringers so he can win. Not to teach these kids, not to coach these kids up. He's eyeing the ringers, he's eyes Fulton. And then he goes and he talks to Tommy and Tammy Duncan without their parents' permission, by the way. And <laughs> that's, that's a great point. That's something that's... Uh, uh, Tammy really... does say, what is mom going to think about this? Exactly. Without their parents' permission, he puts them on a hockey team. Gordon says, we don't need to tell mom about this. <laughs> I mean... With a wink that, Tammy. That's in the outtakes. Yeah. But so he, he does that. So he starts... He's, he gets these ringers. Like, first step, get the ringers. Get the ringers. And then he goes, and he, obviously the big one is, is Banks. And, and he, he finds the technicality. See, he's all about winning. He's all, he's all about winning before, and now he's supposed to be talking about, oh, I'm going to play by the rules, other things. But what does he do? He does the same thing he does with lawyering. He finds a technicality in the system, in the, where the district lines were drawn, and he stakes Banks, and he steals them away from his friends his, his his whole community really he steals them away from the hawks his friends and then here's the so banks ducksworth riley coach and they all get together with the peewee hockey Association. they work out a deal i thought it was a fair deal banks gets to remain on the team for the rest of the season like that's fair and then they redraw the district lines whether you think redrawing the district lines is good or bad is irrelevant i think I think it's a fair move to let Banks stay on the team for the rest of the season because there's, there's not that many games left. So Gordon says no, and then he gives this impassioned speech about playing by the rules and about his team and everything like that and how you got to be a team, and then he turns his back on the guy who basically gave him $15,000 and created the Ducks and Mr. Ducksworth. So that is my, those are my main points. Now, Tommy, you disagree with these. I, I disagree to an extent. I think um, it's it's difficult for Gordon to have a complete 180. Um, there's that iconic scene where he goes to Hans and he gets the uh, the skates. And then he goes skates around the pond. He thinks about his dead dad. And he thinks about what that was like. <laughs> and, uh, is something dead. funny to you about his dead father, Kevin? Do you want to expand on that? Yeah. thinks about his dead dad. Anyway. And... Um, there's the iconic scene where he skates around, he's lying in the snow. And he comes back and he does, he gets the ringers, he goes to Ducksworth to get the sponsorship. And I think um, what it's really doing is it's showing that you cannot just have a 180 turn in one day like that. He's going into the, um, I need to learn about teamwork, so how can I help this team? Well, all I know how to do is A, win, and B, win through technicality. Okay, so he's on the right track, but obviously, yeah, it might be a little bit skewed at first by getting the ringers. But if you think going forward a little bit, when he is confronting Ducksworth and Coach Riley in the office mm-hmm. trying to get Banks, he says, I'm doing this for the team. You said, you know, you have to learn about teamwork and fair play, and this is fair. Now, it may be a little bit skewed, but he's thinking about, you know, the 10 kids he already has. Banks might get screwed over. But what about the other 10 kids? And he says it's, you know, it's, it's a shame because they were the ones who were screwed over at first. The 10 kids, not Banks. How, it was the how 10 they kids. Screwed? Oh. Because, I mean, they, they, were, they, were, uh, they weren't given this, this great player. I mean, I mean, like, technically he's supposed to be on the team yeah. from the beginning. Right. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll 
I'll give you that. All right. And, and so they were the ones who were shit over. And now they just think they're losers that, to quote Gordon, that they should never have been born. And so he's thinking about those kids. He doesn't know Banks yet. He doesn't know, you know, Tommy and Tammy Duncan, whoever. So this is almost the beginning. You know, yeah, it's a dick move to take Banks away from his friends. He's 10. I mean, hockey players at 10, what do they want to do besides just play with their friends? They just want to play hockey. But he's still thinking about those core kids. He's not thinking about himself, I have to win, me, Gordon Bombay, like he was in the, uh, the courtroom setting. He is thinking about those core kids, and that's what he's thinking about then. Okay, Kevin, respond. Can I, uh, can I just say, I think maybe the, uh, the, whole, the whole premise for the argument might be misguided. Maybe he didn't have this like life-changing vision. Maybe he just like, he got rip-roaring drunk, found some good drugs, <laughs> had this vision, whoa. and then woke up and was like, whoa, that was pretty crazy. And then he was just the same guy. All right. I mean, this is why we have Kevin here. He's kind of a wild card. <laughs> He's a wild card, Kevin. You know, you might want to call him that, but... I'm going to disagree with that premise, and I think, Tommy, you make some Well, can I, can I interject real quick? Okay, fine. Um, to go back to the <laughs> drugs, we had spoke. if you watch the first movie, Hans has this enormous sporting goods store. Yeah, that is a great point. It is, it, at first, I always thought it was just kind of like a mom and pop, you know. Going back to the you drugs. Open the, you open the door and a bell rings because he's like around the corner and there's a dog in there or something. It's it's not. It's like a castle. And so, how is Hans getting all that money? Yeah, that's a really. great point. I mean, I mean uh, you never know about them, the, the, the Icelandic it's people. Scandinavian. I think Scandinavian. he's a Norwegian. Same. Yeah. It's, but uh, we'll come back to that in another, yeah, another we'll come about, back about Hans' I mean, source of income. Speaking of topics, how many topics we have, that's a whole, that's a whole other podcast, yeah, folks. Yeah, yeah. So we'll come back to that. But I'm, I think, Tom, your point about like him wanting to be fair play and him knowing this and he makes this speech about teamwork and all things, I think that's just his ego. Like he's trying mm-hmm. to justify that. Like, oh, I'm Gordon. Like, He's trying to justify his actions through this this speech about, oh, I'm really doing it for the team. But he knows he's doing it for himself. And I think there's one small detail that kind of went What's overlooked. That? When they're at the North Stars game, they go on the Jumbotron, said, welcome, Gordon Bombay and the Mighty Ducks. Why does he put his name on that? That's true. If he's all about the team, if he's all about playing fair and playing together and, and Ducks fly together and everything like that, why not just put Mighty Ducks on there? Hypothetical. When he goes, um, when they go up to uh, to the North Stars Arena, he meets uh, Mike Madano and who's the other guy? Basil McCray. Basil McCray. The great Basil McCray. The great Basil. McCray. He's he's a, good, isn't great, he? That's a great. That's a, just a great name. Yeah. That's a great. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna name my fourth, my firstborn, Basil. Oh, you just said your fourth. <laughs> my like, fourthborn. Yeah. Anyway, a, um, perhaps they were the ones who put that up there, and the Ducks didn't know. So I'm just gonna throw that out there. Okay. Because remember, um, was it Basil who said this guy used to rule in Pee Wee? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Now, and this was a nice gesture by Basil, I yeah. think. And uh, okay, I mean that's it's a fair point, but I still think, I guess we don't know, so there's no there's no conclusion there. Mm-hmm. But I think Gordon, if you go back to Fulton, and I like I don't I don't dislike Gordon for taking Fulton because he, he this is this is Fulton did, Reed the did, uh, did we go the ringer we need to the, we're not going back to Fulton we're. Okay, we're transitioning to Fulton. <laughs> so, I was like, if you're listening, you've probably seen the movie, so you probably know who Fulton Reed is. But if you don't, obviously Gordon finds Fulton. Basically, well, Fulton's just hanging around for some reason. He just he's like hang- the neighborhood kid. He's yeah. a vagrant. He goes to the games. <laughs> he goes duster. to this. He's yeah, why is he duster. always going to the games? Yeah, he's going to Hans' skate shop and like pulling sticks out of ice. <laughs> and so he's hanging around, and Gordon finds him on the street. Basically, pulls him on the street, and and he can't skate right. So Gordon 
So, and I don't, I don't dislike Gordon for taking it because he's taking them off the street and like Fulton had some, he, there's some rumors about football scholarships and whatnot. So I, and like, in one aspect you could say, oh, like this kid's future is in football. Why even put him on hockey? But, but I think like the research has shown recently, like kids that play multiple sports, you know, they don't get burned out, things like that. So mm-hmm. he's have, like the Jimmy Graham from basketball to football, but from football hockey yeah so i think i don't take i don't dislike him for taking fulton i just like how he handles fulton basically he just says he puts fulton in roller skates takes him to the mall of america and says go and then fulton like miraculously goes down like 30 flights of stairs i've never done anything that yeah that so like in my life so gordon is all about win now like he could take fulton he could develop him like real like, like slowly, like bring him along, kind of give him like maybe a red shirt and like really teach him how to skate. Instead, he just puts him into it. So, I mean, that I think that's all about winning. And then I think <laughs> says notes. <laughs> and then I think the first, and this I think this is a big thing about Gordon. The first sign of adversity, like he goes up, team quits on him, because so the team. Hears him talking to Coach Riley, and he's being sarcastic about saying how oh they don't need to live, and uh, whatnot. So they they walk out on him, and then after that game they have to forfeit that game. He goes and Charlie he says I'm done. I'm quitting. First sign of adversity, he quits on the team. It's true. He's, Ducks- he's trying to he's trying to like get out of it. He's trying to remove himself from the situation. It's, it's a convenient excuse. Well, to, to that goes into the. He knows it's for the good of the kids and for the team. He knows that, A, they aren't going to play for him. So they, they might be quitting their hockey career. Who knows what those kids are going to get into. They have issues with the National Enquirer as Drugs. shin pads. <laughs> yeah. And so who knows what they're going to get into if they quit hockey. And he knows they're going to quit. I mean, little Peter Mark, what the hell is he going to get into? <laughs> That's a good point. With right. his leather jacket. Connie and Gee, they'll probably have a kid within six months. Yeah, you know? at least. Hey, well. That no, six months is right. Matt. You're on the right track. <laughs> I meant I didn't mean, mean, anyway. mean have a kid. Anyway. All right, we'll wild card, Kevin. <laughs> and um, so I don't see it more of his abandoning them. I think it's him as ceding control because he knows these kids are. I mean, if I'm sticking around and I, they're lost, which I think is is messed up for him to not you know try and fight. But he realizes I will lose. Because he's never gone for the loss, I will lose so these kids can win, so someone else wins. See, I, hang up. Let me preface this by saying I think I was in Tommy's camp maybe uh, three hours ago, and over the last couple hours, it's uh, kind of switched to the other side. And I, I'm kind of agreeing with Floric here that uh, he he seems like kind of a dick, you know. Yeah. He, uh, pretty much everything he does, it's 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 self serving, and it's. Uh, he loses his job. Suspect. He no. loses a, at least a six-figure job, I think we can agree, well, over a bunch of kids. Obviously, he's going to get tons of endorsements from Coca-Cola by <laughs> coaching the Mighty Ducks, <laughs> according to the newspapers that love him yeah. so much. Gordon Bombay and, you know, great coaching. I mean, great coaching gets paid money. What do all championship teams have in common? Great coaching? Michael okay. Jordan. Well, I Great think coaching. as far as losing his job, I think that's Gordon's ego again. I think that's Gordon saying, Ducksworth is dissing me. You know, I'm not getting my way. I'm pouting because I didn't get the player that I stole from all his friends. I'm quack, 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 quack. I'm pouting. And then 
So he's going to present this. And, like, Duxworth was not in the right there. You don't fire him. But I don't. I think Gordon could have defused the situation, and he didn't. Because he was feeling down on himself, and he was feeling wrong about himself. So, so you're saying he could have said, okay, fine, I'm going to cut my losses. We're not going to have banks. I yeah. will. I will see this. Save this. I'm, like, I'm right. going to save this kid the embarrassment of having. Well, to no. You see, then he goes. His friends. He yeah, goes back I'm, to his team though, and it's the reason he's getting banks is because those that team was cheated. I obviously he knows they're going to help him if they get to the playoffs. I don't think the Ducks didn't want banks. Jesse Hoff in particular did not. Yeah, want that's banks. true. He did not want that cake either. Don't forget what team you play on. Yeah. yeah. So they don't want banks. At one point they said. What about Banks? When 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 Gordon comes in and takes them all at like finds them all in detention, and they're all talking, and he's like, and they they get out back on side. What about Banks? And he's like, he can play if he wants. But really, they didn't want Banks. They never really wanted Banks until he started scoring for them. Okay, well, you bring up a good point where he says he can play if he wants. So at that point, um, I guess earlier maybe he was like, we That's- need Banks because he's gonna help us win. That's all that matters. But at that point. He's like, these, you know, I need to go back to these kids. I need to, you know, hat in hand. And they say, what about Banks? A- A.K.A., what about, you know, this whole reason that we're pissed at you? You're, you're kind of win at all costs. He says, that doesn't matter. What matters is we still have a chance to do something special. Banks can play if he wants or not. It does not matter. What matters is getting you guys back on the ice. That's not entirely true, though, because Banks couldn't play if he wants. He, if I mean, yeah. he has to play. There well, I mean, if he's he, he could have he could have quit. He could have he could have played gone coach. back and played for the Hawks. Yeah, Banks's only option was to play for the Ducks. Exactly. He could have. Well, he could have played for the Ducks or played for no one. Yes, yes, that's that's yeah. the Those problem. Are the two that's, that's the issue and at hand. If you remember, Banks just want to pl- wants to play hockey. Sure, so who doesn't? He goes and he plays you seen for the Ducks. Face? But yeah, <laughs> can't do anything besides play hockey. <laughs> oh. No, I meant this face. When, no, no. Whenever he, whenever he found out that he was going to have to be a duck, oh. and his dad said, "Yeah, he, he'd rather not play than be it." And he looks. That's like true. I think the, the real He's bad like, guy hey, is Mr. Mr. Banks. Mr. Banks was trying to protect his kid. Banks's brother was a hawk. You know, all his little friends are hawks. Yeah, all his little friends are hawks. It's tradition, it's Gordon. So you know that you played. So. <laughs> So, McGill's I mean, a hawk. Banks is just Banks's dad is just trying to protect Banks and what Banks wants and Banks wants to play for the Hawks. I don't know. Banks Banks is Mr. Banks. We'll call him Mr. Banks. Yeah. That's, okay. that's, that's a good, good I mean, word. He, 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 he seems I, I know I've used this already but he seems like a dick as well. <laughs> well yeah. I mean there are some qualities there for And sure. plus he's friends with Mr. Ducksworth who also seems like a dick. And so See, I, mean, I mean Coach I mean, O'Reilly that's going to be another or topic. Coach O'Reilly is such a dick too. That's going to be another topic for for Ducksworth, we're gonna need, we're gonna talk talk about Ducksworth in the future. I got a lot of thoughts about Mr. Ducksworth, <laughs> so uh, we'll go. On, but okay, I want to move on for a second here, and I want to talk about the the final penalty shot, and if this see because this I'm not sure about this. So in the game, obviously one second, two seconds left. Charlie gets hauled down, a breakaway, penalty shot. Gordon can put anybody on the ice to take the penalty shot. And we turn around on the ice was like it was Gee, Charlie, Connie, Averman, and I think Carp. So <laughs> Carp. So oh, what's he doing on the ice? So I mean like yeah. So Carp kicked back. <laughs> I I think like 
it's really down to Gee and Charlie, right? Yeah, and Connie's not so bad either. Yeah, Connie, Connie would be my like extra shooter if we got an extras in overtime. But mm-hmm. really, Gee and Charlie are two thoughts. So now, I want everyone wants Gee on the team. Everyone wants Gee. Gordon says, "Let Charlie finish where he started." And like I admire that. Like he had the breakaway, he had the penalty shot. I think mm-hmm. that could be a good coaching decision. Reward that. Yeah, but how much? What's going on in Gordon's mind? Was he thinking about this could ruin this kid's life? Was it? Oh, that's another. But I was thinking, so Gordon and Mrs. Conway, Casey Conway, mm. they were, you know, doing the hibbity dibbity. Mm. <laughs> so, how much did that play a factor in giving Charlie the penalty shot? All right. Well, I think now you have um, different pulling factors because it used to just be with Gordon when he was a lawyer, it was win. Win at all costs. Later, it's win, but you know, and, do something good and for bang these kids. Charlie's mom. Now, now it's win, do something good for the kids, and bang Charlie's mom. That's, Here, if it was still win at all costs, the coach Riley, he would have gone. Gee is taking this fucking shot. All right, Charlie Spazway, take a seat on the fucking yeah. bench. You are not taking this shot. All right. Instead, he goes. Let Charlie finish what he started. I don't think there's anyone who could say. You know, uh, why this makes no sense. It makes perfect sense. Let him finish what he started. I mean, it makes perfect sense, but, like, like I make, finish what he started makes perfect sense. The team wanted Guy. And, like, if this is a team... Well, no, no, because Goldberg, when they say... I, when Connie is the one who says, I think Guy should take it, and obviously she's biased, all right? Obviously. That's true. That's Goldberg true. says Guy, like, questioning, because, you know, Goldberg is, you know... This this what great is Goldberg. No, no. <laughs> well, I mean, you said the team. What does Goldberg? What know? does Goldberg know? <laughs> Anywho, all continue. right. But it wasn't like a unanimous, like, you know, oh, you know, yeah, definitely Gee, the entire team, and it's no, and it's like when you do have these these team riffs, the coach has to say, no, this is what's going to happen. I see. There was Goldberg, and then, but everyone else was like, Gee, Gee, Gee. Everyone wanted Gee. And, like, if this was about Gordon and him learning to be part of, like, him learning to take control of the team, you know, had teaching these kids how to be on a team and really, like, make decisions for themselves and give them life lessons, you go with what the team wants. But he went with Charlie. So, like, there's a little question in the back of my mind. Well, you don't go with the team one. It's a bunch of yeah, 10-year-olds at a hockey yeah. game. You're not going to go like, oh, okay. I... Classic, classic parallel. Okay. Uh, Phil Jackson, the year that uh, Michael, Mike, that Michael Jordan went, decided to go play baseball. End of the game, Mike, Phil Jackson draws up a play for Tony Kukoc. And Scottie Pippen says, this is bullshit. I'm, I'm supposed to take that shot. And everybody's like, yeah, what a... Let Tony take it, and Tony knocks it down. Yeah, game see, over. But that was that was Scottie Pippen pouting. Everyone I guess said, yeah, like, that's, that's true. That's see. true. That's true. That's true. So you're well. Irrelevant. Do you think? Well, I mean, this. <laughs> this well, I mean, this brings story. in a whole. We're gonna cut that. We'll out. cut that later. <laughs> we we brought in uh, you know, uh, Gordon and and Mrs. Uh, Conway, but what about Gee and Connie? I feel like that's another episode oh you mean in, ter- in terms of the penalty shot exactly now obviously connie is gonna say i think he should take it. oh so you think connie- what if she had said i think charlie oh wow that would have been trouble in paradise i think i think he misses it if connie says that because then he's then charlie's got way too much stuff on his mind yeah so you think so connie 
was like, I mean, Connie's kind of like she's in the top tier of like leaders on the team. Like, yeah, and, no, and like, Connie also has to support her boyfriend. Yeah, so you think Connie says she realizes what she's doing? She says "gee," and then everyone like hears the name and kind of jumps on the bandwagon. Yeah, well, I, I mean, to an extent, I think we can all agree that the best player on the team is Banks, followed think, probably by Gee, and so it makes the yeah. most sense. Gee or Jesse. Now, Connie speaking up. I mean, you kind of have to eliminate her because she's going to say that no matter what. Okay. But is she speaking for the team? Probably. Can I also throw this out there? Uh, Wild card. Uh, this is kind of the uh, the premise of the show, but we might be overthinking things a little bit, and maybe everybody on the team just knew Charlie was a spaz. And yeah. If, if, if Carp <laughs> thinks you're a spaz, spaz way, then you are probably pretty bad. If Carp... <laughs> Who doesn't know how many fingers are being held up anyway? Yeah. Like, by himself. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's a great point. Like, I feel like we did not touch on it. He, he was Spazway. He's not a great hockey player. Like, like four games ago, he was Spazway. So, <laughs> it's, maybe like six games true. away. Um, we also need to bring in, I know that we're kind of like going so many levels deep now, but... There, there's a scene where Gordon asked Charlie about his dad, and he said, you know, we left. And he said, oh, you know, I, I had to raise my mom, too. And so Gordon sees himself in Charlie, and he's going back. Okay, There's a, there's a joke there. Sorry. <laughs> we weren't going to touch it, but you made sure to bring it up. Oh, God. Wow, Kevin strikes again. All right. All right. And so he, um, he's reminded of himself in Charlie. Anyway, all right, keep going. And so he, and uh, one of the big flashbacks of the movie is is Coach Riley, like sitting him down and saying, "If you miss this, you're not only letting me down, you're letting the whole team down." And so by him saying, "I think Charlie should finish where he started," and he goes, "You know, you've been practicing that triple deke, and that's what you got to do." He's showing the faith in him, the faith that he did not get from his coach, from his father figure, okay. the father who he did not have. And so Charlie who now sees Gordon as a father figure. You know, he's the closest thing to a dad he has right now. Like a Catholic father figure. Oh, Jesus. What? <laughs> Sorry. All right. You're just ruining everything. I'm in the penalty box. <laughs> yeah. Two minutes. You're ruining everything. Game right, misconduct. Okay. And so he sees... Um, he's too serious. He's, he's become this father figure, and I think it really mirrors that earlier scene where he's saying... You know, you're, where Riley says, you're not letting me down, you're letting the whole team down. And so Gordon knows, like, yeah, okay, Charlie, you know, good job, you know, getting fucking fouled. And now we're just going to give it to Guy now. He says, no, I got to show faith in him, and I have to give him the encouragement because right. I know that's what a good coach that, is doing. That's true. That is true. I think part of that, I think, like, the whole dad thing, like, part of that was him, you know, trying to find an in, you yeah. know, like, trying to figure out what was going on with uh, Miss oh, with, Conway. Yeah, that's a good point. So... Uh, I think part of that, but but you do make some good points about it, Charlie. And like I said, I wasn't really sure about the penalty shot. I'm very sure about my feelings and everything else, especially Gordon taking away uh, Banks from all his friends, for, in, just solely in the name of winning. Um, anyone have any other thoughts? Well, when you, I think I'm going to reiterate this just a little bit, but when you say solely for the base of winning, but I don't think it's solely for him, for Gordon winning. I think, do think it is for those kids, for Peter, for Carp, who have, let's face it, they have no future. <laughs> really. For, for Carp. Carp. Carp, what yeah. is he going to do with his <laughs> life? Poor Carp. All right. Carp is going to be a bad construction worker when he gets the, older. The, the forgotten Mighty Duck. The, 
Car, yeah. I think Carr plays a big role in this movie. I don't think he's forgotten at all. Well, I, I mean, well, in two and three. Yeah, I mean, well, yeah. Well, I mean, Carr's not going to make the national team, let's be honest about that. But that's, 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 but 12 of the 13 of them are. <laughs> we'll, we'll discuss that more in later episodes because there's, there's a lot going on there. Okay, I'm going to say my, um, I guess, my final thesis is Gordon, he is not the saint that is made out to be, especially I think if you only look at like D2 and 3. And D2, obviously, he's a jerk. And 3, though, he's like this, oh, this mythic figure. But he is definitely, A, better than Coach Riley. And I think he's better definitely... Better as a coach or better as a person? Person, person without person. a doubt. Coach, I mean, he outcoaches him. Riley's also his players. Yeah. He's got a track record. No, he not. does. I mean, we can get into that later. But he's, uh, he's definitely a better person. And he, he evolves over the movie. If you think he's the same person as he was at the beginning, where he, all he wants to do is win and annoy the judge, then I think you're dead wrong. And he is better. And it's not just about him at the end. It's, it is about the kids, I think. But then he bails on him and, and, and leaves. And like we said, it's an, it's an empty promise to say we'll be back next season. Yeah. Well, we, uh, we don't oh, know that for sure. Defend. Like, you're trying out for the minor league team. Like, if you make the team, you can't come back and coach. All right? That's simple math. Yeah. So, I mean, I just want, like, you do make, like, Gordon. I don't think Gordon is the same. But I think winning is still at the top of his priority list. So you still think it's it's all about winning and the kids are kind of like you know, I don't think it's they're all, passengers. I, like, I think he he does learn like a couple lessons, but I think winning still is the the primary motive in Gordon's life in all aspects. Just win. They're like Just cursory win. bright like, spots. Like, yes. Like oh, if I don't have anything else to do, then I'll coach these kids. Well, I think we're gonna get way much deeper. I think if you go to anyone's life, the goal is to win. Even if you say, okay, I'm going to, you know, do this thing as a selfless act to, so this person's happy. I'm going to win because I'm going to feel good. Exactly. Yeah. Win. I mean, so, yeah, it's everyone's goal to win in a way. And I think Gordon wins, A, by winning the, the game. I mean, hello. And then by winning, by being a part of these kids' lives and realizing he's more than just this cutthroat douche. So, yes, all he wants to do is win. But I think his definition of winning changes. All right. Fair so, enough. So in summation, Riley is a cutthroat douche and Bombay is a... Good-looking douche? Oh, wow. All right. Well, All right. Fair enough. Fair he's enough. he's a, a bit of a dick, but he's, okay. he's, he's good. All right. A bit of a dick, I think, is a good way to... <laughs> that's, a good, that's a good way to go out. <laughs> a, big, a, a bit of a dick. Yeah. That's a good way to go out. Uh, we'll see you next time. And uh, remember, ducks fly together. Ducks fly together. Hey everybody, it's Mike again. We realized after recording we should probably, you know, tell you where to find us. So, there's three main places. First, thequackattack.com. That's thequackattack.com. Go there, get all our new podcasts, contact us with anything Mighty Ducks related, any topics you want us to talk about, anything like that. Second place, at Quack Attack Pod on Twitter. That's at Quack Attack Pod. And third, obviously iTunes. Go there, subscribe, give us a five-star review if you like us. If you don't like us, keep that to yourself, really. Come on. All right. See you guys.